Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to the Science to Get Enriched podcast. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. Always remember, whatever you think about comes about, and whatever you focus on grows. So, well, here in Texas, this is day four quarantine. Still no temperature. No, nobody's died. And yet our state's on lockdown. And I, I've had a lot of people ask me, DM me, email me, text me, and say, hey, no new podcasts. I haven't known, I haven't, I've been lost for words. Let's put it at that. I'm shocked, if I was being honest, at the response of our government. I'm shocked at the response of our nation, the people. I'm shocked there's no outrage. I'm shocked that all it took was to make this country completely give up its civil liberties, completely give up its right to happiness, its right to earn a living, its right to free movement, is the possibility that you might get sick. You might get a cold. It might be a bad cold, too. It might be very much like the flu. And a small percentage could die. Small percentage. And the fear of that, we just surrendered everything. What it means to be an American. We've had doctors come on TV and scare us with the idea of a million dead people. Well, let me let you in on something. Millions of dead people die every year. About 2.7 million people die in America every year. It's about 4,700 people a day. So the total freakout over this is, I can't comprehend it. The people who seem to comprehend it seem to be the people who don't own assets. They don't have stocks. They don't have businesses. And... I put out a couple videos kind of critiquing it. I did a tweet where I said, this is a total scam job. Got a lot of hate mail. People said I was stupid and didn't understand things and I was selfish. And, and I was just like, are you, are you dim-witted? Did you not take economics class? Do you not understand how the economy works? See, I don't know. Maybe I have a little insight because I'm a cash flow investor, meaning I, I invest money to make money next month. So if I buy a stock, I want to get paid a few dollars next month. If I invest money in real estate, it's not for appreciation. It's so that I can make money next month. That's part of the science of getting rich. This idea of taking money to invest money. And, and I, so that's what I do. I invest money in, in, in an expectation of getting money. Now, part of that is debt. So when I buy a rental property, I put 20% down. Now, I'm not debt in the stock market, but I'm not so oblivious to know that a lot of people are. This country, this economy, our way of life in America, capitalism is built upon debt. So the system is leveraged big time, big time, big time. Apple computer, Coca-Cola, all of these great American corporations are carrying debt and that debt is backed by banks and the banks are backed by investors and hedge funds and insurance companies and they all carry debt. Literally everyone that you buy a product from and do business with has carries debt. Now in my book, You Don't Have to Die Broke, I teach a strategy of being debt free. Why? Because when situations like this happen, when life decides to bitch slap you, you can navigate it. Because if you don't have a car payment and you don't have a house payment and you got two years in reserves, you're sitting kind of pretty right now. So my book looks real damn smart right now. And so all the pushback I've had over these years of, well, I'm going to keep investing so even though I got a college loan. You don't look so smart right now. 
because your investments have dropped by half and you still have the student loan and you may not have a job. And so this is exactly why I wrote that book because I've seen this three times now. This is, this is going to be my fourth rodeo into this bullshit. Now I'm going to be admit this one caught me by surprise. It never occurred to me that the government would say, hey, let's just burn the whole thing down to keep a small number of people from dying. Let's just bankrupt the entire country. Let's just crash the system. Let's just steal the wealth from all of the elderly people all over this country. And the retirement system from cops and lawyers and nurses who've been working their entire life and put money in something. Let's just fucking crash it. And I had a guy tell me the other day, well, you sound like you're crying over spilled milk. I said, no, I actually give a shit about people. I'm pissed. Not for me. I wrote a book on how to prepare for this. I'm good. It's for you, dummy. But when you're young, you don't see. It's hard to see. Knowledge is not the same thing as wisdom. A lot of smart people. A lot of Most people are smarter than me. You wouldn't believe the number of people that correct my spelling and haven't even written a book. And they can tell me how to write one. You wouldn't believe the number of people that got 2,000 followers that want to help me get followers. And I got 36,000. So there's a lot of people who are experts at things they don't do. And so the things that I talk about and the things that I teach and the things that I do, I, I just literally fucking do them every day. That's what I do. I buy houses. I run a business. I create marketing material. I buy stocks. Like the things that I teach, I do day in, day out. This is what I do. That's the whole purpose of my passion, my idea, my ministry, you might say, my preaching of prosperity, this idea that common, average people can rise up above mediocrity and become bigger than their circumstances. That's all I'm trying to teach. I'm not trying to teach people how to make money. I don't know how you're going to make money because I don't know you. Too many people, too many diversities, too many different backgrounds. They live in too many different locations and they have too many different skill sets for me to speak to the individual on how you can make money. But what I can tell you is how to, how to structure that money. And that's what the bucket system is about. I can tell you kind of how to begin to think about the money that you do make. For years, I taught this idea to my uh, affiliates or uh, team members, whatever you want to call it, when I was active in promoting network marketing night concepts and ideas, I would teach this idea of the three pillars of success, health, wealth, and mindset, that it's a triangle and that you need it to hold the bar stool up, so to speak. You need to focus on all three and, hmm, that seems good right now, doesn't it? So what do we do in this circumstance now that we're past being mad? There's the five stages of grief, right? And I've gone through all of them. And now we just have to get down to number five. And number five is just accept it. We are where we are and we have what we have. And people have been asking me, what should they do? And I think here's what you do. You begin to focus on the basics. Michael Jordan became famous. Tiger Woods became famous because they focused on the basics. Tiger would just putt and putt and putt and Jordan would just shoot free throw after free throw after free throw. The very basics of the game that they mastered. So what are the basics? You got to get up and work. You let no one compound, no one contain you. This idea that you're going to sit home and be unproductive is insane. There's no government on planet Earth going to tell me I'm going to sit home and be unproductive. The fuck are they talking about? This is a time for you to do things. So if it hasn't occurred to you that this is a time to 
I don't know, do that recording, build that website, add whatever to your business, start studying XYZ. I don't know what it is for you. I don't know what your skill sets are, your interest or your age. We're all different. We're all in different places. But now is the time to do that. If there's nothing that has showed you that getting control of your money is important, now is that time. And if you're out of control and if you're out of whack and you're in unbalanced, now is the time to get back to the basics. And so I would start at my own personal home and I would look around. Is there anything here that needs to be fixed? Let's fix it before Home Depot closes. And I don't mean cosmetics. The wife wants a new kitchen. I'm not talking about that shit. I'm talking about fixing the things, that, the basics that we need. Running wire, electricity, lights. Make sure the roof isn't leaking the basics. Because the last thing you need going forward here is to come off of work when the time comes where you can get out there and begin to push that you need to be at home fixing some dumb shit that you could have fixed on containment or lockdown or whatever the fuck we're calling this, quarantine. And so now we begin to work on the basics and that's what you do today. There shouldn't be anything broke at your house if your ass is sitting at home. And so fix that stuff. Same on the car if there's something that you can do. Change the windshield wipers, get new... Get new filters, vacuum it out, and you say, Gerald, what does this have to do with anything? It's about taking control of the things that you can control. And so if your ass is sitting home, start right there. Rearrange the bookshelf. Dig into the checking account. Print off the last 12 months and look at where you spent money stupidly. And make a decision not to do that in the next 12 months. Make a decision to learn from this experience that anytime, at any place, and anywhere, life can just slap the shit out of you and make you pay. As it's doing all of us. We're not all of us are going to pay. Unless you got extremely lucky. And it's luck. Don't let people fool you that they saw this coming. And they knew this and that. It's all bullshit. I've listened to that shit all my life. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They got lucky. They got lucky. Even the guy in the big short who saw the housing crisis coming. Got lucky. Because you know what? He went on to lose a shit ton of money in gold. Didn't make him a genius. He did see it. I'm not saying that. But you know what? In 1999, I got lucky too. I saw that email marketing was going to be a big deal. It wasn't because I was some tech genius or had some second insight that other people didn't have. I just happened to read an article about email marketing and it seemed to make sense. Simple as that. And then I went and started trying to figure out how to build a website and nobody was building websites. And so I got Microsoft front page. That was the first website builder I used. And I built the stupidest looking website you ever imagined. And I got on Yahoo chat room and I met a chick in Australia. And she said for $200, she could make my website look better. And then I met a dude on a chat room who had been in prison. But while in prison, he had learned to program computers. And he promised me for $1,000, he could make my website have a login area and that if I sent emails from the website, when a person opened them, it would track it. And if they clicked a link, it would credit their account. And me and him sat down back and forth through DM in the middle of the night in 1999, going back and forth and created a website that I ran for 18 years called e-mailpayju.com. It's now closed down. But that website went on to make me about $7 million over the next 18 years. It was just one of many things that I did. It was a side hustle that I created that at one point was generating well north of $10,000 a month. And it took me about an hour or two a day. The problem with these entrepreneurial ideas is they don't last forever. It's not a government job. 
And so you have to be thinking all the time, thinking outside the box. And this is the time that where I began to implement this idea and the belief in this idea of the 10 pillars of success that I needed to work on me, my mind, health, wealth, and mindset. And I became obsessed with self-help because it was the only way to keep me on track because there was no boss. There was no one telling me to get up. There was no one telling me to think of new ideas. There was no one pushing me but me. And that's what I had to do. So I had to stay strong, healthy, and then I wanted to get wealthy, right? And so I began to implement wisdom, not intelligence. I knew that I couldn't compete on an intellectual level. I'm not the smartest guy. I didn't do very well in school. I'm not a very good writer. I'm not a very good speaker. I don't actually have any skill sets that lend itself for me to make things easy. Shit is hard for me. I don't edit videos. I don't edit these things. I just talk. I make some notes. And then I start talking based on what's going on in my mind. But I am an, a thinker. So on the podcast, I build myself as a new thought thinker. And the reason I think is I consume a lot of information. I consume six to eight hours a day of everything from real estate to stocks to motivation to self-help to health to wealth. Like all of these things, I'm just constantly surrounding myself with people who are faster, smarter, better looking than me. I'm always this dumbest, slowest guy in the room. So I'm listening to the Jordan Petersons and the Joe Rogans, a lot of the things that you may be listening to, but I'm, you know, all of these people that are way doing way better, they're faster, smarter, and, and you know, all these things than me. And so it causes me to elevate myself. And so I have very few friends. I don't have a lot of buddies that I hang out with. You know, you know I'm just, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I just don't. Because a lot of the people that I knew and a lot of people from my past, they're just not doing the same things as me. You know, this is my hobby. This is what people misunderstand. When, when they see me working on rental properties, sometimes I think, sometimes some of them feel sorry for me. They're like, oh, that guy hasn't, I get this a lot. That guy hasn't figured out real estate. You should outsource that. And it's like, no, bro, working on rental properties is my hobby. That's my passion. I like doing it. Oh, byproduct of that is I save a lot of damn money. Oh, byproduct of that is I put a lot of money in my pocket. And so I began to make the things that I'm passionate about pay me money. Now, the other byproduct of that is I never work. I just get up and do me. Right? So I read, I write, I post, I create content, I write books, I push them out. Oh, someone buys a book. Cool, I made 30 bucks. You sell three of those a day, that's 90 bucks. Cool. Then I go work on a house. I save some money there. You see what I'm saying? So these things that I talk about and teach and express to you, this is actually what I do. And I believe that anyone, regardless of age, race, or financial situation, can start where they're at with what they have, with where they're, you know, what they can do, and begin implementing a very similar map. Now your blue, your map's not going to be exactly the same as mine, but the basics are the same. So we've got to get back to the basics. How much money are you making? Doesn't matter if it's a dollar. Or $20. And then we began to look at what do we owe? Now, the less you owe, the easier life gets. The more risk you can take, the more flexible you can be, and the more decisions that you have control over. Because if you have large sums of debt, you have very few decisions that you're able to make because you have probably responsibilities. If you have a wife and kids and you have car payments and student loans and credit cards, the decisions that you can make become very, very, very narrow. You must find a good job that has benefits. I don't have a job and I have no fucking benefits. Why? 
Well, I can do that because I don't have any debt. And the money I did make, I pushed into assets that produce cash flow. Now, right now, I'm under attack. I'm going to be honest. This is a war for me right now. My assets are under attack. My assets in the stock market are under attack. Some of those companies that I've been trusting for all these years to pay dividends may not pay dividends. My own government decided to attack me. You call it what you want. That's the way I see it. I'm under attack. My way of life is under attack. They've decided to attack the asset holders, the business owners, the real estate investors. They decided to sacrifice us for the good of everyone else. That's how I see it. There ain't no other way to see it. And so if you're a business owner right now, your government has attacked you. Now, a lot of my friends, it ain't no secret. I voted for Trump. He's a businessman. I'm a businessman. That's all I need to hear. I vote one thing, money. Because money takes care of everything else. People say, yeah, well, what's their stance on abortion? I don't give a fuck. I vote for money. Why? Because I have money, then I have options. If I have money, then I have options. If I don't have money, I have no options. It's very simple for me. Back to the basics. And so I focus on the basics. Because if me and my family have money, we have options. If your family doesn't have money, you don't have options. So I vote for the person I think will give me the most money. It appears that backfired on me. Now, a lot of people who love Trump, and I'm agnostic. I'm just voting for the person I think is going to help me. I don't think politics can do a damn thing for me. And it's obviously to help destroy me or trying to. Let's rephrase that. And you. In an effort to protect you. Often when people try to protect you, what happens is they end up harming you. Because they limit your options. They limit your ability to be a free human being. Those rights, those inalienable rights that were given to you by your forefathers. That they said were given to you by God. Meaning they knew they weren't issuing them out. The right to protect yourself. The right and the pursuit to make a living. These things are inalienable rights. Meaning governments can't even give you these things. This is just part of being a human. Those rights are under attack. I don't know how to process that yet. I'm mad about it. And I'm not mad about losing money per se. That's the risk. I understand risk. I'm an investor. I'm a trader. I've been that way my whole life. For 20 years, I've been investing in trading. So I don't need lectures from people on, on risk. I understand risk. I take that. What I don't understand and never under, I don't understand is why the government would be the one that caused it. It wasn't a financial situation. They caused the financial situation in response to a sickness. So that's where we're at. And we just have to come to grips with that. So one thing you can conclude, your government isn't going to be there for you. Matter of fact, the government's probably going to make it worse. They did in 1930. If you go back and look, most people believe they made the Great Depression much harder than it needed to be. And by interfering in this, they've made it much worse than they needed to be. They should have let it play its course. And they didn't. And so I believe it's a scam. It's going to go down in history as one of the greatest blunders of all time. That's okay, though. Sometimes really smart people do really dumb shit. There was used to be a hedge fund out there called the, uh, uh, what was the name of the fund? And the fund had three Nobel laureate winners in economics. And they almost bankrupt the world in 1999. Uh, Long-term capital management. Google it. Long-term capital management. Had three Nobel Peace winners and they almost literally crashed the entire financial world. Being smart is not the answer. 
being smart could be to your advantage, but there's a lot of poor, smart people and there's a lot of dumb, rich people. So intelligence isn't what's going to hold you back. So right now, my advice to you is to go home and I'm sure you've already done this, but just in case you're wondering what I think is, I think you should get back to the basics, health, wealth, and mindset. Every day you need to touch one of these three. What am I doing for my mind? Stop watching Fox fucking news and CNBC and all these other, stop watching them. Look at your charts. If you're a stock trader, everything you need to know is in those charts. Those people talking on TV don't know shit. If they did, they'd be rich as hell. They'd be billionaires and not sitting on TV. Look at those charts. The charts tell you everything. You don't even need to see the news. If the chart's going down, the price is going down. What does it matter why? So you know why. What are you going to do then? You don't even know if that's the real reason why. Now's a great time to learn about stock trading. Now's a great time to learn about, about charts because prices are coming down. I have a book called The Money Flow. You know, And it's not a shameless plug for my book. You should own my book. Why would you even listen to me and not buy my book? Why would you even listen to this podcast and not own a copy of my book, You Don't Have to Die Broke, which breaks down the basics, which looks really damn smart right now where I've been teaching, hey, don't, don't invest until you pay off your debt. How beautiful would that be right now if you were debt free and you still had your job and the markets have come down like this? What could you do now? Instead of making the college payment. Instead of making the car payment, you pushed all that money into the S&P 500 every month. Looks real smart right now. But now you still owe the college loan. You still owe the car payment. You still owe on the credit card and your money's been cut in half. And that is the exact argument that I used to make. And people would push back on me saying, well, you don't understand compound interest. No, I understand it. I understand it, but I understand it in the simplest of ways. In just reality. What looks good on paper doesn't always work in real life. When you get to be about 50 years old, you get to realize that and you think that, hey, all these plans tend not to work and what you thought wouldn't happen tends to happen. And so we have to be prepared for that. We have to be prepared for the unknown. And that is why I talk about, hey, you need a two-year do-over fund. So when we make it through this and things get good again, first priority is you need to begin building that do-over account because I promise you this shit will happen again. Not exactly, it may be something different, but something similar. And if it doesn't happen to everyone, it will happen to you. And so the do-over account is two years of income, two years of assets that you could live on. Now that takes time, but you should begin the process. You need to get it to about three, six months as fast as possible and then slow it down. And then just drip money into that just like you would an investment, just like you pay off a car, just like you do a credit card. Just throw a little money at it and just keep throwing a little money at it and just keep throwing a little money at it and just do it day after week after week, month after month until the next bitch slap comes. If it doesn't ever come, you got a big pile of cash. Now here's what the smart guy says. Yeah, Gerald, but you're not earning a return on it. You're not supposed to, dummy. It's there so when this happens, you have money. Right now, there's a lot of smart people that are hurting. There are a lot of brilliant real estate people that are sitting in their office right now with a fucking bottle of scotch thinking, what the hell am I going to do? I promise you. Cardone Capital just fired half his employees. The giant genius of Cardone the, who told you don't buy houses, which I've put out videos saying that is the most idiotic thing I could possibly comprehend. And yet people would push back on me. Gerald, your house is not an asset. Really? Paid off house is not an asset right now? It's not? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. 
It's not an asset, huh? We don't even need to rehash that argument, why I think a house is an asset. Anybody that says it's not are stupid people. Stupid. No, I'm not even going to make excuses for you. You are a dumb human if you don't think that a house is an asset. You're a stupid person, period. We could have that debate any day you want to have it. You will lose five points why that's wrong. Stop being stupid and stop listening to these gurus who teach you shit that gets you hurt. And I've been telling people for two years now that the shit Grant Cardone's putting out will bankrupt you. You don't take your money and give it to people that own apartment buildings in funds. Are you an idiot? Because now you can't get your money out. Guess what? You can't get your money out of Cardone Capital right now. Why? Because they're on lockdown. They have tenants that have bailed on them. Tenants who now can't pay their rent. And it's on a multiple scale. It's been 10x, baby. And everyone, that all of his followers that have invested with him, that made him all that money, they're going to pay the price if this thing doesn't end soon. Now, maybe it ends soon. I hope it does for everyone to put money in it. And I even hope it does for Uncle G. He's just misguided. The lust. The lust. And the greed. This is what got him. Dude, you're flying around in a jet. You're flying around in a jet on other people's money. You're at the end of your days. It's just a matter of time before the government moves on you or the economy moves on you or God himself takes you out. Because the excess and the greed of it all is disgusting. And I'm not begrudging a man that can buy one. Mark Cuban can stroke a fucking check. You think that's what Cardone was doing? No, Cardone was living off your money. And I don't mean that in everyone's money is someone else's money. I'm not talking about the idea that the money you want is in the pockets, purses, wallets, checkbooks of other people. It's a concept I teach, of course. I'm saying he's living off the money of other investors. Then he screws them in every transaction. And there's a hundred guys just like him all over this country who've been doing podcasts and things. And they fill bigger pockets and they're all over the place. Leverage in other people's money and push, push and debt, debt. And, shush, and now that piper, that has come home to roost. And you're going to see all these gurus wipe out and a whole new line of gurus come in. That's what happens. And out of the ashes, though, some people who luckily, luckily, were sitting just right. They just sold some properties. They just cashed out of the stock market. There's people like that. And they're going to think they're smart. Oh, look how smart I was. No, you were fucking lucky. They're going to, that's going to go to their head and they're going to push their money. And then they're going to start posting and talking and writing about it as if they were a genius. And this cycle never ends. And it just goes over and over. And about every 10 years, we get a whole new line of new gurus and new people who, who build wealth and prosperity and bust out. We see that in the tech world, these the Zuckerbergs and the Bezos. These are the new ones. There were old ones, you know, remember Napster? So this is just part of life, man. It's part of the cycle. And so I hope it found, I find you okay. And if you're not an investor, you have a rare opportunity right now. All my angry aside, this is a buying opportunity. And you can rest assured I'm in there buying. I took some hits. I'm going to get that money back. But I got to stay the course. The course is this. I buy cash flow and producing assets. I mean, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to be buying the Coca-Colas and the Pepsis and the McDonald's and the Starbucks and the AT&Ts. I'm going to be in that market all the time. If you're on my private text group, every time I make a move in the stock market, I send you a text message. We have one of the stocks that I picked this week that's up 24% today. That is a shameless plug.
I charge peanuts for that service. So if you have my book, you might look into it. You may be at a level where you can do it yourself, and that, that's awesome. I applaud you, but I hope you're doing it. Don't let this virus scare you. Don't let it derail you from the process. Don't let this shit change the way you're investing. You got punched. It's round five, and you got the shit knocked out of you, and you're laying on the ground. You need to get up and get back in the fight. That's it. That's your only option. There is no other option. If this changes how you see things, the way you saw things was wrong. You have a weak mind. You didn't have your money right. And some of you now are dealing with health issues because this shit is going to fuck you if you're in bad health. Health, wealth, and mindset have never been more important than this day right here, right now. It's the single most important. So get back to the basics, man. Right now, get back to the basics. Hey guys, this is Gerald Peters. Thanks for listening to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I apologize for not having posted in a while. Honestly, I didn't. I was trying to take in all the information, and obviously, my own business has been under attack. Um, like I said in the podcast, I hope it finds you well, man. If there's anything I can do for you, if you just want to bounce an idea off somebody, if you're, you know, all of that good stuff, as always, if you go to thepetersreport.com, is my newsletter. That shit's free. It is updated and, you know, I update it as I have time because it's free. Uh, I do offer, if you want to know when I'm making a move from within inside the, the newsletter in real time, I have a little service for that. I do require that you have purchased my book, The Money Flow, so that we're all on the same page and we're all thinking the same things. And if it's of value to you, I'm there for you on that. Um, if you don't have a copy of my book, you don't have to die broke. It's free as an ebook. And only $20 as a hard copy. I'd be happy to sign one and get it out to you. I've been running a special I did on Instagram for the two books. I couldn't imagine a better time to get those two than right now, what you're fixing to be living through. Um, offering both books and hard copy for $60, plus I send out the ebooks. And as always, I'm available for any questions through email, text, or DM if, if you have any questions regarding them. Um, God bless.